Welcome everybody to the Mongols preview show. I am Justin Ashcraft with Steve and Matty Ace and we are sponsored by Roughneck Scars and the Beautiful Game Network and for the second time in a couple weeks we are previewing the New York Red Bulls. Uh, Steve, how are you doing today though? Oh, pretty good. Uh, been biking a lot now that my summer semester is over, so that's fantastic. I feel like I have the ability to actually just get on my bike and ride and not feel guilty, like I should be home doing schoolwork that I would not have been doing anyway. But, um, you know, that's that's the neuroticism of being in grad school, I guess. Um, so I've been on my bike uh, a ton uh, outside, enjoying nice weather, uh, getting to move a little bit, feel, uh, yeah, I feel like I'm, I'm doing something. Um, uh, I was gonna say it's been a great week for that. Yeah, it's been it, like it really good has. weather. And, yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's not been super hot, not super humid. Um, I think I'm just kind of disappointed to again have to talk about a two team. Yeah. We've had, what five games, and in those five games, or well, I guess this will be our sixth game. Uh, so in six games, we'll have played uh, Bethlehem Stadium. I mean, sorry, because. Uh, Philadelphia Union too, <laughs> twice and uh, the Baby Bulls twice. Um, yeah, and the frustrating thing, I guess, is it doesn't stop here. I mean, we have three games against Loudon left, mm-hmm. and we still have a game. I mean, in our last eight games, and, we got to play three against Hartford. Oh yeah, but in our last eight games, we got to play Loudon three times, the Red Bulls once, and Philadelphia Union once. So five out of our last eight games are against two teams, and then three games against Hartford. Yeah, it it is what it is, you know. I mean, welcome it's, to short season. Yeah, for for sure, for sure. Well, I guess uh, I, I guess we could start with a couple news updates and. Uh, and things to talk about with the hounds and and, uh, and other things, but uh, I guess I'll I guess I'll start here for a second. Uh, the team that we played this past weekend, we we got their coach fired. Sven uh, Gartung and the Philadelphia Union two have decided to mutually part ways. Whatever that means. That definitely means he got fired. <laughs> <laughs> gotta love that gotta love that corporate language there right Actually, if he left he'd be like peace out and they'd be like uh well like he would not be saying mutually parted ways he'd be like i'm out right like yeah. you see that right. around the world right? right it's only mutually parted ways when the team doesn't want the coach anymore yeah 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 for sure uh i guess i guess uh yeah it is what it is you know i mean when you have that negative of a goal differential and uh, you haven't won a game yet this season and you've tied Loudon once in March, right? It's it's difficult to maintain that. The interesting part of that is the team that we're playing this weekend, the Red Bulls. The Philadelphia Union too have a game against the Red Bulls right now. Actually, as we're recording, they have a game going on. So they fired mm-hmm. their coach on a game day, which, which interesting is even move. More interesting. Interesting yeah. move. So. Yep. We'll go from there. Talking yeah. about Philadelphia Union 2, the team that originally, I guess, the Philadelphia Union organization, the team that originally drafted Ray Lee out of college. Uh, Ray mm-hmm. Lee, back with the Pittsburgh Riverhounds as of today. That That's the news. So uh, there's a lot of chat on, chatter on the Steel Army Discord about this. Uh, lots of people wondering... Uh, 
what this means or, or how to interpret this signing. Um, but for those of you who don't know uh, Ray, he uh, started with the Union, uh, played once with them before getting loaned to Harrisburg, eventually uh, after falling down the depth charts in the Union organization, went out to Tulsa. Uh, in 2017, he found himself with Bob Lilly up in Rochester with the Rhinos, um, and then had a pretty good 2018 season here in Pittsburgh where he was uh, starting at left back for the majority of the season. Um, played a little bit of indoor and then played uh, a career-high 30 games for Hartford Athletic last year. Um, and then he signed with the Nissa side Chattanooga FC. So uh, don't ask me what Nissa is, N-I-S-A. It's another independent soccer league. Um, but I don't, know, I don't know what the acronym means. Um, uh, apparently, from what I can tell, uh, their season got canceled uh, with four or five games left to go. So don't know what we had to do to get him on the books, um, but he's on the books. Uh, we know he can play left back. And my take on Ray is uh, he's technically a good left back, albeit a little slow. Yeah, I mean, so I we'll, we'll, we'll dig into to more of the press conference with Bob today, but... Bob had his weekly press conference, and uh, and obviously the first question that got fired to him was was around this signing because obviously when you're playing a two team that you played ten days ago or less, uh, two weeks ago, uh, then you there's not much to talk about. So uh, the you know that was the first question that got fired to Bob, and 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 I think you know Bob said basically what you said that he's a good professional left back player um and he can play left back i think um looking at kind of the why you know the other position that bob said he can he can sort of play is center back you know if one of the center backs would go down or something he could play center back in that three center back kind of situation that bob uses um so those are the kind of the two positions that he kind of fills for them. I think the other reason, you know, the other thing that he mentioned was if, if Jordan Dover would go down with injury, Ryan James could flip to that side of the field mm -hmm. and then Ray could take up the left side of the field. So, I mean, I think that there's a, you know, I think that it just allows them in the meantime, you know, if Jordan stays healthy, then, uh, you know, that allows Ryan James to play defensive mid or center back or, or whatever and be able to be used in, in different areas. So I, I, I think it's, I mean, I think it's a good signing. I think you're getting a quality player. Um, and especially with the fact that you see, uh, you know, you see Mark Lindstrom is, is still out with injury. Tony Walls is still away from the team. Not sure. Um, didn't get an update on him at the press conference today. So I'm not sure when or if he's back. Um, and then, and then uh, Patrick Bunk Anderson is still stuck overseas somewhere. So, yep. Uh, you know, we're thin at that center back position and, and at the defensive position in general. So I do think it's a quality signing. It's a player you know what you're getting. Um, mm -hmm. Player you know you know what he brings to the table. Um, you know, he's he's provided some assists. He's a pretty good mm -hmm. defender. A little slow, but good technically. So yeah, yeah. I I think it's one of those things in the USL. Like when you get a chance at a decent soccer player, you don't you don't not take it. You know, even if he doesn't quite fit your system if he doesn't quite you know he's not quite what you were looking for or whatever but if you get a chance at a decent soccer player you you take it right and i think the other thing is is okay maybe he's not the best fit for the system but he spent two years under lily 
previously in his career. So he understands the expectation of a Bob Lilly system, even if he's not the best fit for it. Uh, so, I mean, that's nice, right? Like, you don't have to bring a guy in partway through the season and then try to get him up to speed with a new system. He can plug in and, and, and go and hit the ground running the first minute he gets. Yeah, and that's what Bob said. Bob was like, I'm not, you know, he's like, I'm not totally sure where his fitness is or if his fitness is, is quite game fitness. But, uh, you know, I, based on what Bob said and the fact that we have five substitutions in a game, I would not be surprised at all to see Ray get 15 minutes this weekend or 20 minutes this weekend. Like, it's it would not be a surprise to me to see him jump on the field at some point this weekend and get a few minutes to kind of get some game game experience back under his feet all yeah. that kind of stuff so yep yeah so we'll see i mean i think it's a good sign i think yeah like i said you don't in this league you just don't not take your chance when you get a chance at a decent player so um yeah i think this is a good good signing for bob and yep. uh good one for the team so thanks for coming back ray and uh yeah, welcome look forward back. to seeing look forward to seeing you uh this weekend and and, and going forward so I guess we can talk a little bit about the press conference. Um, yeah, bring me up to speed about what you learned. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I don't think there's anything relevatory that necessarily happened in the press conference. It was the shortest of the season so far that I've been a part of. It was 26 minutes, which you know, if Bob can keep himself to 26 minutes, there's there nothing to talk about. There ain't much to talk about. That that's him um, saying, uh, "Bless you after you sneeze." Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, he. Um, I, I mean, obviously, you know, they're, you know, it's, it's interesting as a, as a coach, when you, when you, when you listen to coaches talk and when you get to listen to a coach on a consistent basis, talk, trying to decipher what they're saying through what they're actually saying, you know, obviously there's, they have their, the thing that they're actually saying, but you knowing the coach, you try to decipher what they're actually saying. I, I mean, I think Bob even though we pulled out a 4 nothing victory last weekend against Union 2, he was not pleased in any sense about that game. I mean, you know, I think you you look at uh, Steven's goal, you know, off of a goalie boneheaded play that he happened to still... I mean, he still had a one-time it, whatever. But that that is only going to happen against a 16, 17-year-old keeper, it's not going to happen in the majority of teams in this league. So, uh, you know, he was obviously, he was he was not pleased about the game this past weekend. Um, I think looking kind of back of the last three, I think he was happy with the indie performance. He thought that the team played decently well um, and just, you know, obviously didn't come away with a goal in that game. Um the, the Red Bulls performance, I think he was happy for, I think he was happy for a part of it, but not super pleased with that one either. Um, and then I think the Union game, he just, you know, I think he's, I think the Union two he's looking at is an easy nine points. And if we get anything less than nine points, he's really not going to be pleased, but he may not even be pleased with how we get those nine points either. So mm-hmm. that was, that was interesting. Um, the only other thing that I thought was interesting was um, I asked him about I asked him about Danny Griffin and I just 
I mean, I've been impressed with Danny Griffin. You know, I, I think the guys on, on Monday or the previous Monday, like, talked about how good Danny Griffin has been this season. You know, and I, I specifically brought up his... Soccer doesn't have the stat, but his secondary assist against, you know, against Union 2, laying that ball into Kenny, perfect in his stride. Kenny was able mm-hmm. to put a dime back on Steven's head, but... I, you know, asked him about that, and, and, and in Bob's way, you know, Bob can give a compliment, but also slap you across the face in, <laughs> in one sentence. Um, you know, Bob was like, Danny's obviously playing well. That that ball into Kenny was, uh, he referred to it as the best pass he's seen all season, and potentially even the three years he's been in Pittsburgh. So, high compliments on that pass. Um, but, you know, he, he was... He's been impressed with the way Danny Griffin has played up until this point in the season. He said hopefully it can continue the way that Robbie Robbie's development continued last season, but thought that he's doing some of the things that Kenny and Robbie are doing in the midfield really well. Um, and mm-hmm. so he's been kind of equally impressed with, with Danny and, and just hopes that Danny's growth can continue. Uh, said he's humble, he's smart, um, he's, he's a good player. So um, enjoyed hearing Bob's comments about about Danny Griffin, but um, other than that, oh, he did say uh, one other thing that I think a lot of people have been asking about and a lot of people have been trying to figure out was was Jaleel Asani. Uh, And he said that Jaleel has been dealing with a knee injury and last week was struggling through training. They brought him to New York anyway to play and it just didn't, didn't work out for him to get in the game. And then last week I guess so that would have been the previous week but last week then he's he was just really struggling so he wasn't even in the 18 against Philadelphia so okay. uh he's he's dealing with something in his in his knee I think um but dealing with an injury um of some sort so that's why we haven't we haven't seen him quite yet but hopefully he'll get on the field at some point so that might have been another reason that Ray Lee was brought in yeah for sure I mean if you've got a few guys on the defense not able to be with the team, and then you got a couple other guys that are injured. Like that thins things pretty, pretty. It makes things pretty thin. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. So, did Bob talk anything about kind of um, where he sees things going for the rest of the season, or like what needs to improve, or what does yeah. he see change? Yeah. I mean. I think for the most part, it's it's we've just got to tighten things up. Uh, I mean, if if we play like his comment was sort of like, if we play like we did against Philadelphia Union two, against Indy or Hartford, we probably lose those games. So you know, I think it's one of those things that he just it's it's we need to we need to tighten up. Um, he didn't he especially didn't like the second half of of the Philadelphia Union game how we were skipping lines and just like trying to kick the ball up the field mm-hmm. you know he's like we need to pass we need to include the midfield if if Robbie and Kenny are not touching the ball that's a bad that's a bad sign um so just making sure we're we're connecting with passes and then mm-hmm. I think especially against and we can talk about this a little bit based on the last game we played them but I think against Red Bull you know he just said we need to we need to speed up play that that the way that Red Bull play they play fast uh, as individuals, because they're mm-hmm. they're young, they're aggressive, they're fast, um, they're quick players, so they play fast. But they also, as a team, play with a, a fast tempo. So mm-hmm. we just need to speed up our decision-making on the field, play a little bit faster, don't resort immediately to a long ball up the field, but 
um, kind of settle the ball back down, get it back on the floor, and, and, and hit some passes. So um, that was his that was his encouragement. I think he I think reading kind of between the lines, I think he feels pretty confident for this weekend, given the fact that we have a, a week of rest. Uh, Red Bull is coming off a short week. We have a week of rest. Uh, you know, I think he feels a lot better about this game than he did about the last game. Um, but it, I mean, it's really just tightening things up. I think he feels like, and I, I think the guys talked about this on Monday too. Like we're not miles off. No. We're not, it, it's, it, this is not a team that needs to figure themselves out or discover an identity or any of that. kind. Of, we have our identity. We know who we are. We have good players. We just need to figure out all the guys who haven't played together need to figure out how to play together. And then we just need to be sharper, you know, and that, that's what it comes down to. So that's what it is. And, and with that, I think that's the same type of criticism that we've had over the Hounds over the past few years in the past, in like the first five to ten games of the season. Um, so a couple differences, right? Well, when there's only 16 games in the season, you can't wait till you're eight or ten games in to really start pulling everything, all of the pieces together. It's just not enough time. But the flip side of that is, when you've got to play Philly twice and you get a nice win against Louisville, right? Like, like, kind of does make it nice to give you a little bit of that time when you've got some weaker teams that you feel like you can just figure that out against and still get a uh, result on the table. Um, so, yeah, I'm kind of conflicted on that. Um, not surprised. Was hoping to see uh, midseason hounds at the time that it would normally be midseason but it seems like we're seeing early season hounds but we're getting more wins than uh than draws um so you know um really don't want to see them drop any more uh full games i mean at this point uh if we lost a third game in these 16 games we would be uh at our highest loss percentage in in the bob lily era by the end of the season it doesn't really count, right? It's like we go from like actually currently the lowest to the highest with one loss because of the abbreviated season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. It's not not a fair assessment. So the math the math is just stacked against you when one loss counts for so much of a percentage right. of your season. I mean, I think the reality. So I I think the reality for this team and for almost everybody, I guess you know, and and it, it's. I mean, definitely Hartford and Red Bulls, right? You know, you talk about Hartford and Red Bulls who were who were kind of fighting over the top of the, the division with. I think the reality is, like, we need to beat the teams below us. You know, like, we need to beat the Union. We need to beat Loudon when we get our chances against Loudon. But then that makes the games against Red Bull and the games against Hartford even more important, Right. And so I think like we have to, this is a game like it's not, I'm, uh, I know Kevin and Mike and they talked about it forever. This is, it's not a must win game. (laughs) This is not, we're not, we're not, I'm not sitting here saying we have to beat the Red Bulls this weekend. If we don't win this game, you know, if we tie this game, fine, you know, we're still right there. We're still hanging on. Mm -hmm. We still have three games against Hartford. So when you have three games against one opponent that it's pretty easy to, if you get results to flip, flip who is first in the division and all this kind of stuff it's pretty easy but i think like it's so it's important i mean it's important to get results when you can um Mm -hmm. but 
with a shortened season, you've got to get results quickly. You know, you can't you can't wait. You're like you said, you can't wait until mid. You know, ten games in when you're over halfway through the season at that point. You know, this is the kind of the ten game mark that you got to figure things out and then move forward. So, again, we're not that far off though. I mean, I think, uh, and Bob doesn't feel that way either. It's not like he was saying, "Oh, we need to fix everything." Um, we we just need to tighten up and play the game that I know we can, and then we'll win. So <laughs> that's just the reality. Yeah, I mean, and, and if you look at the overall league and you look at uh, the standings, I mean, there are a few teams that are in really good positions, and then there are some that are like, you know, they're in a slightly stronger position, but if you start doing points-per-game calculations, I mean, we're still fairly close to the top. I mean, so it's like you can look at a team like San Diego, which, hey, good for them. I mean, uh, Joe must be having a ball out there. They've played six games. They've got 11 points, right? Like, they're, they're at the top of their group. Obviously, Indy, they've got 15 points. They've won five games. But they've also lost two, so it's it's not like they're untouchable. I mean, uh, they've played more games than us. They have more points than us. We could be at seven games. We could be uh, at 15 points as well. So it, we're not that far off of some of these teams uh, that are doing better than us. The more important one, I'm going to say, yeah, it's Hartford. They're in our group. They've played the same number of games as we have. They've won four. Yeah. We've won three. So that's the team that I'm most worried about. Um, we pick up three points against the Red Bulls uh, on Saturday, and we're right there with them again, right? And we distance ourselves from the Red Bulls again as well. So yeah, got to look at it. I mean, looking across the groups, I think, is helpful to kind of see where everybody kind of is, that this is a grind for everybody, and nobody is just, like, really pulling really far away. Um, yeah, I mean, I think... But in our like, group, we've got to focus on that. Right. Using, I mean, using Louisville as an example, though. I mean, Louisville is a team that, like, even that first game, like, they're a talented team. There, mm-hmm. there's, there's nothing taken away from them. But they're only five, six games into the season. Yeah, and same with us. Right. We're five to six games into the season. Right. And the reality is there's only 10 games left at this point, you know, and it's like 11 for us. But, like, there's only 10 or 11 games left. We've got to figure it out, and we've got to figure it out quick. But mm-hmm. the nice thing to know is we're not in a situation where it's like, well, what's our identity? What system are we trying to play? Right. What are we trying to do out on the soccer field? Bob has his guys. He knows what they're – they know what they're trying mm-hmm. to do. You know, we're trying to integrate Skylar Thomas. We're trying to integrate Danny Griffin. We're trying to integrate, uh, you know, some Hunter Ashworth. But, like, it's not like, you know, Tommy V, Jordan Dover, Ray Lee, Ryan James, Kenny, Robbie, Anthony, Steven. These guys all know what they're supposed to be doing on the field. Yeah, Gomez. These guys know what they're supposed to be doing. So, it's just about them executing. And then the guys who haven't been in the system before just figuring it out, you know? And I think that's what right. we're seeing. We're seeing a little bit of those growing pains with Rapapa. We've seen the brilliance that he can provide, but he hasn't been able to finally find the back of the net. But it's coming, and it's going to get yep. there. But it's just, it's hard in this shortened season and the kind of the layoff that we had. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so there are a couple other things that uh, I was poking around uh that I found interesting leading up to this game. Um, so right now we're uh, five games in. The Hounds have scored a uh, total of 14 goals in that time from 10 different players. Yep. 
only Anthony Velarde and Duba have scored more than one. Duba, yeah. as we know, has four. Velarde has two. Uh, then we got Griffin, Dover, Fernandez, Mertz, Mensa, uh, Ryan James, Skylar Thomas, and Tommy V. Uh, all finding the back of the net this season, right? So, I, again, sure, we can, we can chalk up a bunch of those. Um, uh, what, one, two, what, like five of those, six of those are some of the ten goals that we've scored against Philly. Um but still, it still means that like, our guys are getting in positions that even against a crappy team, they're putting themselves in positions where they can score and everybody's doing it. Yeah, That makes it like we could find goals from anywhere. Um, we tighten some things up. Any one of these guys or someone else may be in a position to score against the Red Bulls. Um, alternatively, I think uh, we still need to keep a really close eye on Derek Korf. I believe Korf is the way that it is pronounced because I tried paying attention mm-hmm. to that. Uh, because after uh, that week where they played a couple games, including uh, when they played us, uh, he was selected to Team of the Week. Um, uh, and so, you know, we know he's dangerous. We, we saw what he could do against us. Um, he's the guy that I think we really need to be most cautious of uh, this weekend. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's... I mean that that's what it is with any of these teams, right? I mean, I think you're you're looking for individual talent. These are not, you know, I mean, I think Kevin said it this past week. Like, these are not teams who play together. These are individuals playing who happen to be on the same team, um, and so you're looking for those individual talents. And and I I've been encouraged in the fact that like, hey, our two losses they took two moments of brilliance plus a PK, the whatever. Um, mm-hmm. and that's what it takes to beat us. It's not, you're not dribbling through us. You're not, you know, you're not gonna just run us off the field. Um, you're going to have to, you're going to have to produce these moments of brilliance. So I think if we can, if we can limit those, um, and I, I mean, the other thing, man, it, it always helps when you're home. You know, I think that's, a, that's going to be a, another key to this weekend is, is we're playing at Highmark. The guys aren't having to travel. They aren't having to go anywhere else. All that kind of stuff. So I think you know we can we can get a result um, this weekend. I would be surprised if we don't get three points this weekend. Um, I think we're a much better team than Red Bull. I think we just need to we just we need to play our game and not theirs. Uh, Bob mm-hmm. stressed the importance of that. You know New York can easily turn it into a track meet, and we're not a team who can do a track meet. We need to we need to play it on our speed and our level, but. To do that, we need to also be thinking fast, playing fast, um, right. and you know. Yeah, I, I, I don't. Well. I don't remember where it originated. Uh, I believe it was early in the Philly game. Uh, maybe it was on the Steel Army Discord, and then I think maybe Mike tweeted it out or something similar out on the Mongols uh, Twitter account. But that that game going in looked like. Or maybe it was the New York game. I don't remember, but it looked like the difference between like, uh, like effort and attempts at like trying to do something individually from a good player with maybe trying to like do something quick and and try to pull something together uh, versus a really organized team uh, with the Hounds. Um, and I think that's what we've seen, even in the game where things were sloppy uh, against. Red Bulls last time around, even in the second half where they weren't executing well, uh, the organization of where players were on the field uh, and where their movements were was 
still really good in my opinion. Um, maybe we were bypassing the midfield, but where the defenders were, where the strikers were, where the midfielders were, was where they needed to be to make things happen. Yeah, so for sure. Decision making maybe not there, but but the positioning, uh, the tactical awareness, uh, I think couple little tweaks and and it all clicks right into place yep yep hopefully i think the other part i think always plays part is like when you lose you get you you can either get down on yourself about it or you can take it as as uh, an encouragement to get better and so i'm hoping that the guys have i'm not going to judge anything off the union game the union two are terrible and (laughs) will continue to be um I but I I would hope that they come out with a little bit of fire under them this time and realize that they uh, gave away three points in the last Red Bull game that they shouldn't have given away um, mm-hmm. and and go get three points back and then I hope we're you know and then I hope we'll you won't talk about this next week I'll talk about it next week but you know I hope we're able to do the same against Indy you know I hope we're able to do the same thing and kind of take some some level of you know we got beat in one moment of brilliance by Tyler Pasher let's go get three points back as a team you know mm-hmm. yeah um, well that's what I hope that's the, that's the way I hope we respond and that's the other thing right like like we look back at those games and a couple of small little differences and we could have beat the Red Bulls uh, keeping Tyler Pasher from making that distance. Um, or scoring a couple, and we had our opportunities, and and had one that probably should have counted, but didn't. Right? Like, like we we could be with very little difference in the way we played those games. We could have won both of those games, and we could be sitting here not talking about having uh, a three and two record. We could be sitting here being five and zero. Oh. So, yeah. I, it, it's those little things, those little margins that. Um, it, there's the randomness of the sport, and that's what makes it so much fun as a fan, right? Like, yeah. like we get we get to sit here and moan and complain that you know we are not unbeaten, <laughs> and that's the randomness of it. Because on a different day with a different official or whatever, yeah. right? Like something could have changed those games. Somebody makes a different decision once, and the whole game is different. Yep. Yep. For sure. Yeah. I think that's that's a great summary of what's happening right now. <laughs> You know, this is this is no time as a River Hounds fan to be hitting the panic button. Not at all. No. Nope. Um, you know, uh, uh, ten days from now, if we are four and four or three and four, maybe we can start hitting the panic button. But right now, this is no time to be hitting the panic button. So let's. Yeah, and even then, I'm hitting a temporary panic button because you yeah, know yeah, what? It's sure. a sixteen-game season. For sure. All well. <laughs> for sure. For sure. If we if we win twelve games and lose four. Uh, I think we'll be fine. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's get out. Let's leave the people. Let them let them think about this game on their own. But we are part of the Beautiful Game Network. You guys know this. Uh, thanks to BGN for everything that they do for us. Uh, a ton of great pods out there. Uh, you know, uh, selfishly, I'll, I'll uh, you know, Laurel and Liz have been uh, doing a great job trying, starting to get some. Um, Soccer Better podcast out there. I know they have one that just came out this past weekend, so go check that out. I know they have another one scheduled for two weeks from now, two weeks from Saturday, this past Saturday. So uh, they've got some episodes coming out. So go check out the Soccer Better. Uh, and selfishly, uh, we did an interview uh, over at Views from the Bridge with Shannon Williams, which he told us a great story about playing for Harrisburg in 2010. Uh, you know, 2010 garbage USL stories are great. So. <laughs> If nothing else, check it out for that. Uh, and uh, nice. but go check us 
and to go check out all the other podcasts at bgn.fm they're great they do a great job mm-hmm. uh we're we're working hard over there to make things better constantly so go check yep. us out uh you can find us mongols spotify stitcher itunes man wherever you listen to your podcasts go check us out um and you can contact us online uh mongols on facebook and twitter mongols pod on instagram let us know what you think let us know what you want us to talk about um man we love hearing from you guys and love hearing what you guys are up to and what you guys are thinking about this hounds team uh and like i said at the beginning we're sponsored by roughneck scarves uh icarus fc uh they both do a great job at doing stuff mongols masks are out from roughneck uh icarus fc is where he got our jerseys from so um the two great organizations doing a great job yep that's about it for us and uh hope you guys have a great weekend and uh go hounds as we uh Hopefully, we'll come back with a win next week. Yep. See ya.